Please stand.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them, and I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
to God on high. Almighty God, as your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, ascended into the heavens, so may we also ascend in heart and mind and continually dwell there with him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the Feast of the Ascension of our Lord is recorded in 2 Kings chapter 2. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was, 
when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So Elijah said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. This is the word of the Lord.
The second reading is recorded in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. St. Luke writes, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who is taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Then Jesus said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass, while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory, to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen Alleluia. Jesus said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written. And thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. While he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. This is the word of the Lord. Put yourself in the shoes of the apostles. What they witnessed. A roller coaster of hope and emotions. At the beginning of their time with Jesus, they had such great expectations. They heard him preach, they witnessed his miracles. They heard him proclaim forgiveness of sins, restoring sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, and cleansing the leper. They even saw him raise the dead. But during Holy Week, it all seemed to crash down around them. One by one, their courage and their strength and their hope left them. We will never deny you, and they all scattered and fled. And they were locked behind closed doors in the upper room for fear of the Jews. Put yourself in their shoes. In your own life, you have known great confidence and hope in your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in your life, the circumstances that you have gone through with a sickness, with the death of a loved one, with a broken relationship, with terrible suffering has put you on a roller coaster of hope and emotion. The apostles witnessed to you in the sacred scriptures of the New Testament, those four gospels and epistles, that the word of God is true. And it is more true and dependable than anything else in the universe. Governments, the stock market, your own spiritual health and strength, the word of God is the one anchor and foundation. When Jesus says to the apostles in the upper room, showing them the wounds in his hands and in his side, these are the things that were written. They were seeing the word of God in flesh in him. And they had witnessed it for three years. They had known 
the virgin mother of the Lord Jesus personally. The seed of the woman. She was that woman. He was that seed who would crush the serpent's head. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. The son of David, the greater Solomon, they heard him proclaim the word of peace. And when he was arrested on Maundy Thursday, and when they began to brutalize him and torture him and scourge him, and when they nailed him to the tree, the words of Isaiah the prophet were fulfilled. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. We esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought us peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. When Jesus says to them, these are the words that I spoke to you, and they see his crucified and resurrected body before them, eating and drinking, forgiving their sins. They saw the fulfillment of the scriptures. And the roller coaster ride that had brought them down to the brink of total despair on Good Friday gave them by the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, through the word of the gospel, courage and joy, and hope, and expectation for the future. This is what we are saying when we confess, Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. It is as if the Lord were saying to us in his resurrection, I've got this. Are you worried about the world? Look at all of the things we're talking about in the St. Peter option. Critical race theory. Global climate change, modern paganism, LGBTQ+, all of the assaults upon the Christian faith and the truth of what it is to be man and woman made in the image and likeness of God. I've got this. They knew tyranny in the first century. Israel was no nation. They were ruled over by a dictator. Herod the Great a puppet of the Roman Empire, murdered his own wife and children. They had no rights as Jewish citizens because they weren't citizens of Rome. But I've got this because I've borne your sicknesses, I've borne your infirmities, I've borne your sin, I've borne everything that has brought suffering and death into your life. I've got this. I have been crucified for you, and I am risen from the dead. This is what the ascension of our Lord celebrates. Victory. And they learned through the things that they witnessed. Since Jesus suffered and died and rose from the dead, God brought about salvation, righteousness, reconciliation with God through that horrible event to our human reason, then he must bring good out of the suffering in our lives and that of the church. And that's the hope that we rest upon now. It is no roller coaster ride. It is headed in one direction, the sure and certain confidence that because Christ lives 
and is risen from the dead and has ascended into heaven. He is at the Father's right hand even now. Hallelujah. The kingdom of our Lord of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Hallelujah. And he builds his church. For in his ascension, he sent forth the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father. In his ascension, he gave the office of the ministry. In his ascension, we see what happened in the Old Testament reading as the mantle fell from Elijah, the prophet whose name means the Lord is God, to Elisha, whose name means God is salvation. And that transference of the ministry to Elisha with a double portion of the Holy Spirit pointed forward to how the work of Jesus in his ministry would now be multiplied in his ascension victory the world over as countless ministers would preach the gospel, baptize, forgive sins, distribute the Lord's body and blood. You and I are witnesses of those things as the apostles were witnesses of the fulfillment of the Old Testament scriptures in the ministry of Jesus. We are witnesses today of the great company of saints scattered around the globe who are bearing up under suffering and persecution by the strength of a word. Your sins are forgiven. Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. In this world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. This is what we celebrate. When our Lord ascended on high, he gave gifts to mankind. And in the church, the authority to preach the gospel to every creature, to baptize for the forgiveness of sin, to distribute the Lord's body and blood, and to proclaim the hope of the resurrection. And since we are the body of Christ, we rest upon the suffering, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, even as we go through suffering or persecution, knowing that since through the cross of Christ, God accomplished his greatest good, he shall do the same for us and for his church. St. Luke said in the book of Acts, the former account I made, O Theophilus, which means lover of God, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, preached the gospel, forgive sin, do this in remembrance of me, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible, unmistakable, valid proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Witnesses. Witnesses of the fulfillment of the scriptures. Witnesses. They who had been afraid. They who had no strength. Received strength. A strength that could not be destroyed. By the word and spirit of Christ. So that they could suffer everything. Even death rather than fall away from him who in death gave his life for them. And by their death, they would proclaim the ultimate 
witness that the blood of Jesus is the fountain and source of life, salvation, and hope. And that hope will not disappoint us. And so this day we give thanks to God that Christ reigns and we interpret the world not by what our eyes see, but what faith sees. And what is faith's certainty? but the word of God, the promises of Christ. The apostles learned that those promises were true, that Jesus has all things in his hands, and therefore they approached every problem of life, every suffering, with absolute confidence and peace. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting.
Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. O Lord, since your Son has gone up with a shout and the sound of a trumpet, ascended in triumph and is seated at your right hand, so open our lips to sing praises to our King, rejoicing and living in the truth of his victory for us, Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, your Son has commanded us to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Bless the proclamation of your church that many may believe, be baptized, and be saved. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful God, preserve your holy church here and scattered throughout the world. Give steadfast faith to all Christians by the preaching of your word and the holy sacraments. And send laborers into your harvest. Enliven the love of your saints to bear one another's burdens and to show mercy toward those outside of the church. Quicken us in the hope of eternal life in Christ Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. Father of glory, You raised your only begotten Son from the dead and established him at your right hand so that we might be part of your household forever. Bless our homes as we await our day of resurrection. Be the companion and consolation of those who live in solitude. Strengthen husbands and wives so that their love exemplifies the love between Christ and his church. And bless parents and children as they gather around your word. Lord, in your mercy. Eternal Lord, since your Son will shatter kings when he executes judgment on the nations, keep all our leaders from acting in ways that will earn them his wrath. Bless them with wisdom to govern us in accord with your righteous ways. Lord, in your mercy. Compassionate Lord, as believers in your Son's name, we call upon you to strengthen Stacy, to manage increased responsibilities of caring for her recently widowed mother and her own vocation as wife, mother, and worker. Deliver Kent, Keith's brother, in intensive care from all of his physical infirmities. Wendy Lippitt, recovering from emergency surgeries. Pastor Gelbach, awaiting kidney stone surgery. Jean Schultz, recovering from shoulder replacement surgery. Reverend Wolf Canopy, from a fractured shoulder. Jim Weber, in the care center in Slinger. John Paul Biney and Amy Bruss, in extended therapy. James Loker, Josiah Berenger, Todd Fredrich in treatment for cancer, Jill Franklin recovering from spinal fusion surgery, and those in hospice care, especially Cliff and Roland, and all who suffer in our midst from sickness of body and of mind and every other power of the enemy. Deliver them and grant them your peace, Lord, in your mercy. 
Gracious God, keep us from hardness of heart and unbelief. Help us by your Holy Spirit to believe the witness of those who saw your Son after his resurrection, that we, encouraged by their witness, may joyfully recline at table with him this night to eat his body and drink his blood in a worthy manner. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we gratefully remember the sufferings and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Rejoicing in his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, where he ever stands for us as our own high priest. Gather us together from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us, for to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. Give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord who, after his resurrection, appeared openly to all his disciples, and in their sight was taken up into heaven, that he might make us partakers of his divine nature. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this still in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you, for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
all give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.